0: We are going to talk about how the pandemic, well, changed a lot of things, right? Including what students are majoring in at post-secondary institutions. Now, to be fair, this was a trend that had started before the pandemic, but it's really been accelerated. I was reading a fascinating story on the weekend in The New Yorker about how in the United States, students enrolling in the humanities, such as having an English major or a history major, are on a steep decline, while more and more students are choosing a field in STEM, even if they feel like, oh, they would enjoy studying English more, they would enjoy studying history, they're making practical decisions about instead majoring in a STEM field. So it made us wonder, is that happening here in Canada too? And if so, why? Well, joining us now is Dr. Erin Weinberg, who's an instructor of English Literature, Film and Media at the University of Manitoba. Dr. Weinberg, thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me. Now, is this a trend that you've noticed? Um, I can't speak to numbers, but I think it comes down to this idea about student debt, that students are already thinking about what job can I take on after university that will allow me to pay for university. Um, So they're not making the same decisions that they would make if, you know, I, I like to think if education were free, what would people study
0: Right. So they're deciding that I have to pay for all this afterwards. And yet it's interesting. I've talked to many, you know, heads of tech companies who tell me they like students who've graduated from the humanities because it's teaching them critical thinking skills. But that message must not be getting through.
1: No, there's, I think articles like these lead to a devaluation in in what the humanities do, that it builds skills, um, One of my colleagues, Brandy K. Adams, she was interviewed and she was interviewed talking about getting rid of Jane Austen's persuasion in her course. And that's because you can. It's not just it's it's not about chucking out canonical texts. It's about saying, what do the students want to learn so that they can learn the skills of studying literature, which is deep, patient analysis.
0: Right. What's it like teaching literature these days?
1: hard um, in my university i teach a lot of first year courses that are mandatory writing credits it's great that students need to take mandatory writing credits but there's definitely a decline in the full year writing course students are just trying to enroll in a half year to get the credit but there's be a lot more um, progress in their skills their reading and writing and critical thinking skills if they stuck around for a year or for longer
0: really so what are you seeing students who just they want to take shortcuts right they want to get through this as quickly as possible
1: um yes but it's not because they don't want to work hard it's just that there's such a there's so much stress and fear about earning money in the future you know 40 years ago rent didn't cost what it costs today
0: that is very very true so what have you noticed about students in terms of their attitude towards learning about literature
1: um, some students are really enthusiastic some students are less so and maybe that's because they you know they weren't lit with the spark of loving to read when they were younger um, and that's that's okay sometimes it's a matter of finding exciting things to teach. So next year I'm teaching a course called Shakespeare and the Golden Age of the Teen Movie. So we're going to talk about uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet and 10 Things I Hate About You. And I think they'll be excited to take it. And when they can be excited, then they'll think deeper and be more dedicated to not just writing an essay, but revising it, you know, going right. deeper. I would
0: take that class, first of all. <laughs> and also Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Also, I was thinking, you know,
0: so many times today, you see this on social media, there's, you know, people of a generation who don't realize how many modern day stories are actually based on something like Shakespeare. Like, are we losing that connection, do you think, because there is this obsession with learning about technology and learning about all these STEM issues?
1: You know, I think STEM is a really important, but the thing about Shakespeare is that it is hard. That, like, what you're doing with Shakespeare is learning how to problem solve, how to grapple with something, just like how you would grapple with a math equation until you figure it out. Shakespeare takes grappling with, it takes patience. And I think that there's a lot of desire for... um I don't want to say instant gratification, but instant return on investment. Again, because we live in a world of capitalism, things cost money. People have to do side hustles. That's really scary. So pragmatism is really a matter of doing what one has to do to exist in a capitalist world. Like Vancouver is expensive. You know, people can't yes. make the same decisions in Vancouver when they need to pay the bills.
0: Like what struck me in this article as well is that there were students who clearly said they would prefer to do an English degree. They would love to because they love literature and they love to read, but they were not making that conscious choice. And I thought that was kind of sad. What about you?
1: Oh, yeah, it's definitely sad. Um We have a lot of fun in English courses. Um, I hope people will take more courses, but I think that this is a big PR issue, right? Um, And it shouldn't have to come down to a PR issue. I think that um, the way things are going, um, the human mind is being reduced to a money-making machine and that's a shame because there's a lot to think about. And when we think about things, we can start advocating for change.
0: Yeah, what do you mean by it's a PR issue? Do you think the humanities has to sell itself better?
1: Um, I don't think it's, like, I think that neoliberalism is a problem and neoliberalism is universities having to sell, sell themselves, that faculty have to be entrepreneurs and create sexy courses. You know, like, why is it our job to sell this? Um, Why is it our job to sell the university as a training experience when it's not a training experience? It's an opportunity for students to learn more, to individuate, individuate from their families, you know, to say not what do I want to be, but what kind of person do I want to be? That takes time.
0: Yeah, it does take time. So what would you say then, Dr. Weinberg, to, you know, potential students out there who are in high school or to their parents?
1: It's worth it. It is worth it. Because it's not just about reading Shakespeare and Jane Austen. It's about communication skills. And we can't undervalue um, the ability to take ideas that are in your head and to turn those into cogent thoughts, cogent paragraphs, cogent proposals. that Those are skills that are necessary, not just for work, but to basically just express ourselves as human beings. And that's important.
0: Right. And to make sure they do that themselves and not have, say, ChatGPT do it for them. That's exactly right.
1: <laughs> you must
0: have to deal with that too, don't you?
1: It's a source of great anxiety to me because I want to mark my sp- teach my students in good faith and mark my students in good faith and I really don't want to be spending my time being suspicious of them I just genuinely want to believe that they're there to learn but when marks equal money and when everything comes down to these bottom lines then that drives students to um, violate academic integrity and that's that's a shame but I think that's Um, students are driven to do that out of desperation they're not it's not nefarious they're just scared
0: yeah that's a good point Uh, dr weinberg thanks for your time this morning Thank you so much for having me. That's Dr. Aaron Weinberg, an instructor of English Literature, Film and Media at the University of Manitoba. We're talking about this article. A lot of people read this over the weekend. It was in The New Yorker about essentially the, the death of the humanities at, at the post-secondary level. They talk specifically about the United States, but it is a trend that North America is seeing where the value of just learning something about critical thinking and literature and all of that is people don't feel like it's a money-making initiative enough for them. So they're choosing other fields, but Dr. Weinberg makes some good points there. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com.